Little Detours with Regina Brett, where in 10 minutes or less, you get tips, tools, and takeaways to help you love yourself, your life, and everyone in it. Thanks for joining me. I'm your host, Regina Brett. When was the last time you got angry with God? We're not supposed to get mad at God, right? He'll send hellfire and brimstone. I'm not quite sure what brimstone is, but I don't think it's anything I want. Growing up Catholic, I never heard any priest grant us permission to rage against God. Our job was to fear God. God's job was to scare us. Then I read a story about a rabbi who sends his disciples out the day before Yom Kippur to learn from a tailor how to approach the Day of Atonement. In the 10 days between the Jewish New Year, Rosh Hashanah, and Yom Kippur, religious Jews undertake spiritual house cleaning. Yom Kippur is the holiest day of prayer a time for fasting and reflection. They examine the previous year, make amends, and commit to doing better. Well, as the disciples spy on the tailor, they see him remove a book from his shelf. Inside is a list of all the sins he committed through the year. Then the tailor tells God, it's time to settle their account. He holds up the book and offers the list of his sins. Then the tailor takes down another book. Inside are all the sins God committed, the pain, the grief, the heartache God sent the tailor and his family. The tailor tells God, Lord of the universe, if we were to total the accounts exactly, you would owe me much more than I would owe you. That is really bold. Instead of haggling with God over what's in the book, the tailor seeks peace. He makes a deal with God that he'll forgive God his sins if God will forgive him his. The man pours himself a glass of wine, blesses it, and says, let there now be peace and joy between us. We have forgiven each other. Our sins are now as if they never were. A clean slate with God. A clean slate for God. We could all use a period of amnesty with God. How many people turn away from God or hold a grudge because of the pain, grief, and heartache in our lives? How many people question, where was God when the plane crashed into the Twin Towers? When a son died of leukemia? when a nephew committed suicide, when we felt unbearable despair and loneliness. No one really has the answer. We're all guessing. The standard line of the preachers is that God has given us free will and won't intervene in the day-to-day -day workings of our life, even if we beg. Those same preachers tell us that God blesses us with our children, our jobs, our talents, and blah, blah, blah. Well, if God can give gifts, can't God withhold all the things we don't want? Why doesn't God protect us from disease, death, and destruction? I don't always understand how God works, but I still pray. It's like that old saying, I don't understand how electricity works either, but I don't let that keep me in the dark. I don't have to understand God to believe in God. What gives me hope are those words some anonymous soul wrote. I believe in the sun, even when it is not shining. I believe in love, even when I feel it not. I believe in God, even when God is silent. I've had my share of feeling abandoned by God. It took years of counseling to heal the residue of childhood that left me bruised and battered. Near the end of therapy, after I had months of dealing with all the characters involved, my counselor suggested there was one main character left. She told me it was okay to get angry with God for not rescuing me, for not being there when I needed someone to protect me. Nope. I'm not mad at all at God, I told her. But underneath my faith was a deep well of doubt that nagged and taunted. Where was God? I wouldn't let a child suffer. How could God? Shh, 
I silenced it. God was always there, I lied. No way was I going to risk getting angry with God. Not when God was all I had to cling to some days. How could I get angry with God? How dare I? I also never forgot those pictures in first grade at Immaculate Conception School. The Baltimore Catechism showed how black your soul looked when you sinned. Wouldn't getting angry with God be the darkest sin of all? I would fall into the mortal sin category and tip the scales on the ledger God kept on me and my soul. I knew there'd be no sky turning black, no bolts of lightning striking me dead, no voice booming out like thunder to condemn me. I wasn't that naive. It wasn't lightning I feared. It was losing my job or my health or my daughter. I wasn't going to fail the Job test. The famous biblical character was tempted to blame God for causing all his terrible troubles. So I prayed and pretended everything was fine. Yep, everything's great with God. It was the rest of the world and everyone in it that got on my last nerve. Then one day, I was at work and I blew up at my boss over something so trivial, I can't remember. I stormed out of the newsroom, hopped in my car, screeched my tires as I peeled out of the parking deck. Thank God my boss wasn't walking across the lot because I might not have hit my brakes. I got home and stuffed that rage building inside me. And I sat down with my sewing machine to calmly repair a dress. Well, halfway through, the needle broke. And that's when I snapped. I pounded my fist. I swore. I got in my car and went for a drive. I screamed all my hate and rage at all the people who had abandoned me and hurt me. And when I was done, I realized it wasn't my boss or my dad or my mom or the nuns, or any other authority figure from my past. It was the number one guy who pissed me off. I took the rest out on God. I cursed God up and down and even dropped the F-bomb. Suddenly, I felt something strange come over me. Peace. Underneath all that anger was the deepest calm. Underneath that pile of resentments was God's love. I felt an inner glow warm me as if God was smiling at me saying, now, don't you feel a whole lot better? I started to laugh. God wanted me to unload the dump truck I'd been driving around for years so we could get closer. A Jesuit priest put a name on that prayer. I met Father Jim Lewis at the Jesuit Retreat House in Parma. It's now called the Jesuit Retreat Center. He was profound in his simplicity. He told me God wants a real, authentic, genuine relationship with you. The same kind of openness and honesty that you want in a good marriage. He discovered that after struggling with a job transfer. As a priest, he hated his new assignment. He tried holy obedience and acceptance, but he was miserable. He tried to pray with gratitude, but he didn't have any inside of him. He tried to play God's happy little servant, but it wasn't working. Finally, one day he broke. He went outside and stood alone with God and cursed his holy heart out. Damn, 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 damn. That was it. He cursed over and over until it was out of his system. Once the anger was gone, there was room for something else. Peace. The slate was clean, and now God could write on it. Father Lewis called it the damn prayer. It's a great prayer to use when you're all bottled up. God doesn't want us to be so holy that we aren't human. God doesn't want fake prayers and phony praise. God wants a genuine, honest, real relationship. God and I, we're best buds now. Every evening we take a walk. Every morning we sit together in silence. And all through the day, we chat. I'm sure I do most of the talking. No matter what happens or doesn't happen during the day, 
we go to bed with a clean slate. Just like a good marriage, nobody goes to bed angry. So if you're struggling with your God, go to my God. I tell my friends, I got a big-ass God who loves you. If your God can't handle whatever you're going through and can't handle your anger, my God can. My God has so much love for you. You'll be amazed when you tap into it. Thanks for listening to Little Detours with Regina Brett. I'm grateful you joined me and hope you keep coming back. You can subscribe to Little Detours with Regina Brett at Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform. While you're there, please give me a rating and a review so I can reach even more people. If you want more inspiration, head to my website, reginabrett.com. And while you're there, sign up for weekly inspiration for all of life's little detours. Thanks for listening. Now go make something possible. Mm-hmm.